Hello everyone, Tim Winders here. I got a special guest today. My wife Lori's with me because we're celebrating 200 episodes of Seek Go Create. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're quite the celebratory type, aren't we? <laughs> Sometimes we just plow through this kind of stuff. I have here, here's what's gonna be cool today is gonna be kind of flipping the mic a little bit, and my wife Glory has got some questions she's going to be asking me about the journey we've been on, about some things that are happening. And so I have Glory here with me. Welcome, Glory. Thank you. Glad you're here. here. Yeah. We've had a fun year, haven't we? (laughs) (sighs) Recording this here at the end of March. I think this releases right at the end of March, the 200th episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've driven cross-country in our vehicle twice or driven and then driven back 2,000 miles to check in on Glory's mother, who's yep. going through some stuff and just a lot of stuff going on. We're about to be leaving here in southern Utah for a while. And we almost had to be evacuated recently for a flooding on the Virgin River near where we are. So, And they're saying to be prepared for it again in a couple of days. So, so yay, <laughs> we're in we're in a great mood. But I, I am. I'm, I'm excited about this 200th episode. You know, we come up on milestones in podcast world, and a lot of people will kind of just keep going. A lot of people celebrate really big. We've, we've celebrated our year anniversaries. Mm-hmm. We've celebrated the 100th. Mm-hmm. Go check those out if you haven't because they're they're excellent. And, uh, and I'm trying to decide if this may be kind of a celebration and then, and then we'll just kind of move into doing the next things that are coming up. But, uh, why don't we do this now? Let's just go ahead and get started. I'm going to turn the main seat over to glory. So, uh, this is my wife of almost 35 years. That's right. That's what we're celebrating this who's year. Who's going to interview me and ask me some questions. Yeah, I have my notes over here. So, um, yeah, 200 episodes. I mean, that's that's a pretty big milestone. So, first of all, congratulations. Very proud of your consistency and, um, you know, and the team getting these out. Um, but... I do have a few questions that I've thought about that I wanted to present to you and see what you had to say. I know in some of the past episodes, Tim may have covered a little bit of this, like, you know, how he came up with the idea, uh, different things like that. Um, So there might be a little bit of repeat, but um, I just think it would be really good to kind of encapsulate all that in our 200th episode. So the first question would be for you, what inspired you to begin with to do a podcast? I yeah I have addressed this question before I you know I, I first of all loved podcast I was a big podcast consumer and the aspect of just audio is really kind of a cool thing to me yeah. I know what's interesting is Glory really likes video we are recording this on video and we'll probably have this up on YouTube yeah. and uh, and we were even talking about this earlier there's these philosophies there's some people that they do video pull the sound and then add it to a podcast and then some people do audio and record it and then put the video on youtube and we kind of are audio first here we've always done that and uh i guess what really inspired me was i felt as if there were some things that i I wanted to start sharing and i had been kind of silent for a while after all the things we went through after 08 and 
you know, we'd kind of gone through Bible school for a few years, and some of that was great, and some of it wasn't so great. And, <laughs> and then, We are not going down that road right now. Let's don't cover that. Let's, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, that's another, that's a, like a... Religious people. After oh, hours, Lord. after hours episode. Anyway, <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, we were, we were on the coast of Oregon, Coos Bay, and... Mm-hmm. I'd been working with a client, trying to work with them doing a podcast, and someone just said, you should start one, and that's kind of what inspired me. And I made a, I, I pulled out a yellow legal pad, and I made a list of about 50 topics or people that I may want to interview, mm-hmm. and uh, just said, you know what, I've got some ideas here, let's get started. Got a microphone, plugged it into the computer, recorded, and that was... 200 plus episodes ago. The rest is history. The rest is history, as <laughs> some people might want to say. Well, so 200 episodes in, I mean, um, that's a lot. So what kind of challenges have you had? Um, and then what kind of wins with that many episodes? You know, one of the things that comes up in podcast world is a lot of people talk about this thing called podcast fade, which is... They kind of get started three, four, five, 10, 20 episodes in. They just kind of fade out. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never really kind of had that. That That's not really a challenge. I mean, maybe someone would say, wow, you sure do like to talk a lot. Like, <laughs> I, What I really love to do is interview people. I really do. For those that are watching the video, she's talking behind me here. <laughs> I really do love interviewing people. I'm very curious. I like asking questions. I like learning new things. And so I've never seen there to be a shortage of topics. I think the biggest challenge I would say that we have had is that I am more of a generalist than someone who narrows down to, um, you know, people that live in an RV that are executive coaches that have been married for 30 plus years that really want to talk about relationships and things like that. I, I haven't really wanted to narrow down. And I think that sometimes makes discoverability and people checking us out mm-hmm. a little bit of a challenge. Would yeah. you agree? I mean, we've had, yes. we've had this discussion a lot. Yes, definitely. Well, I'm going to skip to one of my other questions because of something that you brought up. So um, you were talking about how much you enjoy interviewing people and you're, you actually are very, very good at it. And you've had some professionals that you have interviewed that have been like, wow, that is one of the best interviews I've ever had. So with that, I mean, have you ever thought about doing a, more of a live interview show <laughs> I would love to do a live interview show. I would love to be a TV host or late night host. I would, I would love to do those things. So, yeah, I, I've thought about it. And, in fact, you you may recall there's been a, certain times where I've gotten some of the softwares. I've gotten some of the things and mm-hmm. said, okay, we're going to start a live show. We're going to do it at this period, at this time every week. And, and we're going to interview people, have topics, different things like that. And so the answer is, yeah, I've thought of it. Would love to do it. We just uh, haven't quite pulled the trigger. I think we we sometimes pause more today than we used to back in little bit. Tim and Glory, the early years. And sometimes that may not be good, but sometimes it's probably good. Sometimes it's good yeah. to pause. And uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do a live show. In fact, if anybody's listening in and they wanted to maybe partner or work together, do some behind the scenes, I would love to 
uh, do a live show and do some of the things we're doing live. Okay. All right. Let's see. What other questions? Okay. So 200 episodes. Tell me what are like your top three favorite episodes that come to mind quickly. Mm, all right. That's about like me asking you. We've got two children. What's, <laughs> yeah. what's, your, what's your favorite, favorite child? child? Yeah. Which, which <laughs> child is your favorite? I am not answering that question. <laughs> you know, I, I think there are, first of all, there, there's a lot of phenomenal interviews. I mm-hmm. think one that, there are two that are kind of close to my heart that were solo episodes. I think at last count, we were at about 130 interviews and about 70-ish, maybe maybe a little bit less than that, were uh, solo episodes where I just flipped on the mic and, and taught on some things or talked about some things myself. And, and of the solo episodes, I think episode one might have some significance to me just because of the... Um, the rawness of the topic, you know, it was me and, and I really felt like when we started, I really wanted to do interviews, if you recall, mm-hmm. and I was praying about it and asking the Lord what to do. And I felt like the Lord said, Tim, I need you to share that testimony, that, uh, that ugly testimony of all that happened after 08 and, you know, financial collapse and bankruptcy, all that kind of stuff, all that ugly stuff. Go listen to that episode if you want to know that story. And so there was something about that episode. And then, and then later, I did an episode where I, I talked about the origins of the name Seek, mm-hmm. Go, Create. And I want to say it was in January, February of 2020, I think would have been when that would, have be, okay. that would be released. Maybe we can provide some links down in the, uh, in the notes for that. So those would be two of my favorite solo episodes. Okay. I, I think my my favorite, and I've shared this before, my, my favorite moment as far as guests was um, was when I interviewed Quan Hun, who had actually mm-hmm. murdered someone, mm-hmm. had spent time in prison, and has is now out of prison, writ, wrote a book, and all, it was a very powerful conversation that we had. And I asked him a question about forgiveness and and it was such a powerful conversation we had because i think many of us in the society culture we're in today we 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 have difficulty forgiving and then often we don't forgive ourselves and that obviously i think impacts our relationship with god and parents and each other and husband wife all those things and his response i mean i'll go ahead and paraphrase it but go listen to this interview i asked him i said do you believe that God has forgiven you for pulling the trigger and killing someone. And there was this pause, and he says, yes, I am forgiven. That's what mm-hmm. God does. So anyway, so many other great interviews and all that, but I think those would be some moments that I think I would put up there near the top. Okay. Um, so with as many episodes as you've done and i mean i know come some of the process of the behind the scenes and you know we get guest um suggestions to us all the time um but how do you personally stay motivated and creative and all of that as you keep going hmm well I guess I stay motivated and I guess I stay creative. (laughs) 
you know, here's something that happens. I mean, you could obviously get fatigued and tired and, you know, things can go awry and different things like that. But here's what I believe, and, and you actually are well-equipped to affirm or deny this. Okay. Every time I flip on the mic, I have it on my schedule that I'm going to be recording and interviewing someone. Every time, even if there's stuff going on and, you know, there's a lot happening here in the RV or something like that or in uh, life, in life, in the world, every time I record an episode, when I am done, I am energized. I'm excited. I love it. I'm so glad I did it. And it's kind of that catalyst that just keeps me going to the next one. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not fatigued. After that, I mean, I think there's things in life that might fatigue us. There's things that energize us. I think all of us, our journey is finding those things that give us energy. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, I really have recognized how energizing this is. I mean, there's been times that we've had discussions. It's like, you know, do we keep doing the podcast? Yeah. We're getting great, you know, great response and, and all that. But, you know, it's there's other things we could be doing. Mm-hmm. And we always come back to this is something that really energizes me. I, I think there's value with what we're doing. Yeah. And so that's, I think that's what keeps me going. So you could, I mean. Do you... No, I, I will definitely affirm that. Um, it is like, uh, you know, an energy boost when he, well, it, when you do solos, yes. But when you do interviews, there's like a double energy boost. You love mm-hmm. that interaction with other people people and um and see that's something that probably wouldn't energize me as much but tim is an extrovert i'm an introvert and what that means is that as an extrovert he actually is energized by that interaction with other people i can definitely enter um you know uh have um dialogue and stuff with other people i'm not introverted that i can't do that but that's not where my energy comes from my energy comes from sitting in front of the computer designing a graphic or something which he would hate you know so it's good that we do know our um our strengths and and what energizes us and Mm -hmm. i could definitely say that especially when he does interviews with other people um, I really do see just even more of a boost. I'm not sure when he's with me, but. <laughs> well, you're interviewing yeah, me now. I'm interviewing you're... him this time. So Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in control. Yeah. You're, so, you're asking um, the questions. <laughs> so the podcast. Uh, so this is how many years? Uh, three? Three plus. We are. Uh, three, okay. So three plus years. Three plus years. Heading and, towards three and a half. Yeah. And 200 episodes. So how um, how has this affected, you know, your personal life, your professional life, your how or has it? Is it separate? I, I think everything that I have done for probably going on five, six, seven plus years has really revolved around this topic of redefining success, about what really is success, what is success in this world, what does God really want us to do? Do we measure that with cars in the garage or the size of the house or the position of the roles we're in, or are there other ways that we measure and define Mm -hmm. success? And so the podcast, what we're doing on YouTube— uh, the book that I wrote, the novel, uh, what I do when I coach and I work with executives, all of that really does fit together. I don't know that it always fits together well, but it does fit together. Mm-hmm. 
because my conversations that I have with God, the things that I talk about, the things that I do when I interact with people, they all seem to come back to that. And that is, what is success? How do we or how do you define it? And then what does that mean as far as our day-to-day, our strategy, our actions, what we do? And, and I just, I'm, I'm really kind of on a mission. And I don't know if it's a good mission, but it's the mission I'm on to really help people ask what success really is. What is success in this culture, in this society, in this world, in the kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. And, and really drill down on that. And so that's, that's kind of what this is all about. Now, sometimes that spins off into some different areas. Yeah. Like I've recently interviewed some people that uh, I don't know when these will be released on the podcast, probably sometime after this episode, but uh, someone where we got on to a conversation about race and racism and things like that and how success relates to that. Many times when I'll interview uh, a, a female, we'll get into the topic of male-female dynamics in the work world and how we need to redefine success related to what all that is. And, you know, those are I, what I would consider mature topics. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the bottom line is just I, I think most of what the Lord has me doing right now is related to what real success is. So that I was looking something up because um, on the 15th, I was reading Proverbs 15 and um and it really struck me as to kind of something that we talk about when we're talking about redefining success. And it was Proverbs 15, 15, 17, and this is in the Passion Translation. It says, it's much better to have a kind, loving family, even with little. And I think in the message, it says it's much better to have a simple life um, than to have great wealth and nothing but hatred and strife all around you. And I think that's part of our redefining Success, because for, you know, many years early on in our marriage um, and our businesses, you know, we were hustling, grinding it out, striving, missing birthday parties, missing things because we had to pay the price. We got to pay the price. And I think as we have matured and we've gotten older, we've also realized that that may not all be the truth. And just paying the price to accumulate wealth or toys or whatever stuff didn't really fulfill. It didn't. Um, I mean, and if our identities had been, you know, all all into what we owned or name mm-hmm. brands or things like that, it would have never been fulfilling for us. And you know, God took us on a journey, which you can go back and like Tim was talking about, listen to some of the earlier um, episodes that kind of talk about that journey that freed us, I think, from the accumulation. Well, you've even talked about with um, 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 it's one of your guests, Mark Whitaker, Mark Whitaker the um, the addiction to more. Yeah. Um, so that's a good one. Go listen to that episode, too. Um and I think so that addiction to more, that striving, that grinding it out, that paying the price, that all that kind of stuff, we have come to a point with age and wisdom and a lot of time on our knees of saying, Lord, what is success to you? What is success in the kingdom of God? What do we need to let go of, let go by the wayside? Um, and what do we need to strive after? And we would prefer to live a simple life with um, joy and love and our family and things like that over 
And here's the deal. We haven't uh, got it figured out. No, and, and we it's don't, a daily. We're really not even sure what it looks like. We live in an RV, obviously, for those <laughs> that are watching this. This is this is our main room in the RV. You can see the kitchen and the, uh, the, the living area sort of behind us there. That's a refrigerator right there. Yep. And so it, it's really just not allowing stuff to dictate. And we're not against... Uh, things or stuff or anything like that. It's just, uh, I don't think that's a good measure of success. And, and I guess one of the reasons why it's so important is because we've had, and we've had not and, or lost or whatever Mm -hmm. some people would consider. And, and it just is, it just kind of lets you, it makes you think about it differently. It's a little more fleeting. It's a little, it, it just, causes to ask that question. So I love that Proverbs you brought up, and, mm-hmm. and I think we were talking about, we're not sure about this, but King Solomon may have been the writer of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and one could say that he was one of the wealthiest men that ever lived. I think it's fascinating that he was that. saying that possibly. So yeah. anyway, very cool. So does that, that's like a really deep dive into redefining success. Mm-hmm. That's really kind of, I believe, one of the missions that uh, that I've been on for some mm-hmm. time. Well, and one other thing about that, um, I think kind of uh, two philosophies that we have um, tried to live by over the years, um, especially since abounding, abasing, abounding, abasing, <laughs> um, is that instead of just talking about wanting to be blessed, bless us lord bless us we truly do want to be blessed so that we can be a blessing and then the other thing is to try to live with an attitude of gratitude and so thankful for what we do have even if it is a simple life um you know we were i think you may have mentioned earlier just all the stuff we've had going on in our life and so we spent a month um with my mom in um, her very very small place and i mean we missed our little rv so bad because this was i mean it's small most people would go oh my god wasn't it better to have like a full-size shower and a and a full-size kitchen and no we wanted to come back to our little tiny home so badly um, and our simple life was peaceful to us. So anyway, okay. So enough on the how to redefine success. Yes. Um, so uh, 200 episodes again under your belt. What advice would you give aspiring newbies who would like to start a podcast? Hmm. That's a good question. I think uh, I think it's important. Well, I think one of the things I did early on, I think, is something that everyone should do, and that is pull out a yellow legal pad, journal, you know, blank uh, document on your computer, whatever it is you do to kind of brainstorm, mm-hmm. and just list out what you think you may have to say, want to say, people to talk to, whatever. Because the the big challenge I see some people have is that they kind of run out of ideas and thoughts early on. We mm-hmm. talked about that a little bit earlier. And so I think it's good to list all that out. And I, I think it's good to have some people around you that you could bounce some ideas off of. You know, I don't know if it's a coach. I don't know if it's some group or something like that. But I, I do think it's helpful to have other people involved. And, and just to kind of say, hey, what do you think about this? I mean, I'm, 
I'm a coach. I'm an executive coach. I work with leaders and things like that. And so I believe there's value there. And I also think there's value with doing that when you do a project like this. And then probably the biggest thing, just get started. Go ahead and record a few things. Go ahead and set up a microphone, which is pretty easy to find. You know, get something to capture it, which is pretty easy. You could even do it on iPhones. I mean, I've got, you know, an iPhone right here that you literally could do podcasting with an iPhone Mm -hmm. now. And even capture video and things like that if you want to. So just capture some, you know, put it on there. You could share it with some people. You could upload it to some of the platforms pretty easily and uh, get started. See what happens. You could be the next big, huge podcaster out there. So does that kind of answer the question? It does, but I'm going to follow it up with something. So what would you say about um, having several episodes ahead? Oh, okay. That's that's kind of a technical thing. Uh, we typically are three to sometimes eight to ten episodes ahead. recorded yep. and ready to go so that we're not going right up against, okay, Monday is when the podcast releases. It's Sunday. What are we going to do? And mm-hmm. and I think it's really good to get ahead uh, maybe not too far ahead. There's times we've actually been a little bit too far ahead. Especially with current events and things going on around the world if you need, yeah. you know, to Yeah, like we, we've got all, all these things done and then all of a sudden, you know, a pandemic occurs. It's like, do these mm. are these still current? Yeah. Do we need to release these or not? So anyway, there's things like that. But anyway, so... But I think in some of, you, in, in some of the podcast groups that you belong to, you actually have heard people say, oh, I've got to jump off because i got to go edit the episode that's releasing tomorrow yeah. that they just recorded, you know, that day. And to me, that is a, I mean, it can be done, but it's a lot of undue stress on you to do that. If you could, you know, if, if, if you're thinking you're to do a podcast, then come up with your first 10 topics and, you know, get four or five of them recorded, edited, kind of ready to go before you ever, start publishing them i just from watching and and watching the team i just think that's you know not a bad thing that's good the way the way we operate it really works best to stay ahead some people like to push that till right at the last (laughs) minute that's just kind of not yeah not the way we so i have one more follow-up on this and this would be something that we've actually learned from watching our son um joshua is an instagrammer he's a photographer and a brander and 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 all of this and joshua has been extremely consistent he has posted every day for two and a half years and he has over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and a lot of brands that reach out to him asking him to do work and stuff for them because of that consistency. So I would ask the same thing in podcast world. Um, you know, what what I I know when I go on to look at a podcast that I've heard about or somebody suggests and I I see that they did like ten episodes and they haven't done anything new in three months. I'm kind of going, eh do I so what would you how would you talk about consistency with people that are considering um, starting a podcast well in in the podcast business most people will tell you that being consistent is one of the most important habits to have mm-hmm. and as best I can tell I'm pretty confident that every Monday morning uh, for three plus years 200 episodes we have, had an episode that's dropped. We've had a few special episodes, like where we dropped one on a Thursday, 
where we still had one on a Monday. Mm-hmm. It was like bonus episodes and things like that. So I, I think with anything, not just podcasting, just I, you know, you just mentioned Joshua with Instagram. Yep. I think consistency for at least a season to see how it does, what's going to happen. You give people a place to go and listen, especially in podcasts where, you know, the pandemic changed a little bit of this, but people would typically download a podcast, listen to it on their way to work or way home or something like that. And so if all of a sudden they don't have one there one week, you know, they skip a week or two and then all of a sudden you're not connected. And, Mm -hmm. and so that's, uh, you know, I say that. This is going to counter that a little bit. Okay. There's one podcast I love, which is Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. And his episodes are about five to seven hours long. He sits there on mic and talks about history for about five to seven hours, just him talking about it. And he releases about two to three episodes a year. <laughs> There's probably a lot of research that goes into And we that. have no <laughs> idea when they're going to release. Yeah. It just, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, in fact, I just listened to one where he was talking about the Vikings in 700 to 800, um, you know, uh, AD. And, and, and it's just like, it's fascinating to me. So, so yes, be consistent, but sometimes maybe not. I, I think, I think what Glory said though, is it's foundational for just a lot of things. Success is just trying to be consistent as best, as best you can. Yeah. All right. So. I think you said we've had a hundred and something interviews. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the qualities that you're looking for in guests? Because, you know, there may be people listening that, that actually want to be guests on podcasts. Um, what are some of the things that help you decide? Because we get a ton of emails of people pitching themselves or pitching their clients or, or whatever. So what is it that helps you narrow it down to who you want to talk to. Yeah, we have a lot of great people that reach out to us, a lot of publicity people, a lot of book publishers, a lot of things like that. And most people have something to sell, a book, or they're trying to get people listening to their podcast or something, yeah. which is all that's fine. I mean, I've, I've been a guest on 60 or 70 podcasts, and mm-hmm. part of that's related to my book or the podcast. I I think early on, it was just curiosity. You know, I wanted to talk to certain people. I, I went to my contacts or people that I knew, and I said, hey, can I interview and talk to you on the podcast? So that was probably early on. And, and they all kind of fit the general theme of what we were doing. I mean, we, we talk about leadership in both business and in ministry, and that's pretty broad. You know, that covers a lot of stuff. I talked to some people that were in ministry primarily, talked to a lot of business people. Almost all of them had some kind of leadership role. Now I'm actually looking a little more specific for people that have stories about situations where they've had to redefine what success is. It's really narrowed down more to They've either done it or there's been a catalytic event that's occurred. They Mm -hmm. had cancer when they were 17 years old and it literally changed the course of their life. Or they went through some other catalytic event that just changed everything about what they do and how they live. And so that's really what we're looking for now are people that have had those type situations where they were forced or they chose to redefine what success is. So that's what we're really we're really looking for now that fits in with 
with what we're what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Very good. And I'm kind of the systems person. Um, <clears throat> so because we get so many emails and this is just for somebody that this is a kind of a behind the scenes type thing of, of something that we've started doing. Um, my inbox would just be inundated with people saying, oh, you should interview this and you should do this and you should do that. And so um, the system mind that I have, I'm like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> and so we have created an intake form now where people can, um, you know, if they send me an email, I'll send them the form back. That form puts all the information into a database for Tim. And then about once a month, we actually just kind of read through and he will tell me, you know, let's book this, 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 this. And um, it really has um, kind of helped uh, a bit with our process and the, and the way that we do things. And I, one of the things that I would say from behind the scenes and the operation sides of things, which is, you know, more what I handle, is that I think a podcast can very much be systems and procedure driven. But then you have somebody that's an excellent interviewer and host like Tim, who brings the creative juice and energy and all that to it. But I think it helps you be able to do that because we're handling procedures and systems behind the scenes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a team effort. There's no doubt about it. You've got to have all those things in place just so you can be consistent and so you can get things out there. And our team's done a great job. They really, really, really have. And that's part of what really helps me kind of focus on the things that I really like to do, which is just the interviews, talking to people, the recording, things like that. Mm -hmm. Very good. All right. So what uh, you talked about redefining success, but what are some other topics that you've considered maybe sprinkling in or that you would just, it would just jazz you to be able to kind of um, yeah. also cover? Well, if I, if I go backwards and look at some of the things we, we've done, we, we did early on do you know, what we call that, what happened in our life. That mm -hmm. was kind of season one we did. Season two, we talked about living the type lifestyle. We get so many questions. So season two <laughs> was the nomad life or something yeah. like that, where we talked about living in an RV and when we traveled overseas and we did house sitting and all mm -hmm. of that. And then the third season we did before I started doing interviews was, I think I titled it The Ultimate Leader. And I, I've always been one that I've been involved with, you know, some type of leadership study or been leader myself or worked with leaders. And so leadership's always been a topic that I've enjoyed. And so going back to that season of the ultimate leader, I'm working right now, and I believe it may be starting right after this episode on something called the faith-driven leader. Mm -hmm. And and it's a topic that's been welling around inside of me. I think it's going to be around five episodes. I'm working on some of the details now. There's going to be some resources that people can go and download and take some assessments. And, and, and I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. And so uh, that's something that I know is coming up. And, uh, and maybe more, but I mean, as far as the near future, that's, that's really what's next. It's going to be something I think it'll be titled the faith driven leader. And, and it's something that I see in the work that I do. It's something that I see in people that I interview and we'll define it more and talk about more what it is. But I, I see people, I guess, struggling with how do I live my faith? Yeah out in this world that has so much stuff, junk going on? How do I stay true to who I am and align my beliefs and, 
and my spiritual foundation with the work world <laughs> and making money mm-hmm. <laughs> and just getting out there with just all that stuff that's going on. So I think what we're going to do is dive into that. In fact, I know that's what we're doing because I'm working on it right when we finish up here yeah. to uh, to begin recording some pieces of that. So the faith-driven leader, that's what's coming up. Cool. And, you know, that kind of goes back a little bit to the team thing aspect that Tim was talking about because our daughter reached out to us and, and she's been one of our um, team members behind the scenes. I don't know, a couple of months ago. And she said, Dad, I've just been listening. I, she was working on like a, a, a gallery for me. We use um, a software called Notion uh, for kind of some of our project management and stuff. And so I had her working on a project for me. And she said, gosh, it's taken me back to a lot of Dad's earlier episodes. And she said, there is some amazing stuff in there. And so she even suggested, I think you need to do um, a few um, seasons that would be a little bit of a shorter season, but on specific topics like this faith-driven leader. And um, and I think when she told you that and you started thinking about it and praying about it and asking the Lord, it started forming up for you. Um, and it seems like a really great way to actually help leaders, not just to be just a podcast they can consume, but there's going to be resources and things there that would um, go far beyond just the podcast. So um, anyway, we're excited about uh, getting started on that. And I'm, I'm glad Dulcie kind of mentioned it and, you know, nudged. spurred spurred the ner- nudged you. That's good. Yeah. Um, so one of my last questions that I have um is, you know, and I know you and I've talked about, do you keep celebrating after 200 or you just put your head down to just get it done? But even if it is just putting your head down and getting it done, where do you see Seat Go Create going in the future? Is it still Seat Go Create? Uh, do you see iterations? Do you see add-ons? Do you, I know you, we've talked about some different things, Um uh, other shows that we've talked about doing earlier in this interview, we even talked about um, you would love to do something with live interviews and things. So I, I know you may not have a full answer to that, but there, are there just any nudgings that you're getting or or anything like that that you know, people might be looking forward to of something that might be a little different? Yeah, one of the conversations we have quite a bit, Glory and I have it, and, and that is the relationship between video and audio, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, how do we do things on YouTube? We do have video here. Some people are watching it. It is a podcast driven first. So it's not necessarily, even though my wife is stunning, she's beautiful. She's here with me. Thank you. And so she definitely enhances when I do the solo episodes, not quite as, you know, attractive maybe, but, but so there's the, the video aspect and, And then there's also, you know, how that fits in with the audio and all the things we do there. I I think the future really is moving to some shorter form content, moving to some things that are a little more bite size. I love long form interviews. I love, I still listen to a Joe Rogan three hours at times. I listen to hour, hour and a half long form interviews. I have tried to get some of my interviews down to shorter than an hour. Most of them are. They just they just kind of spill over. However, I do want to start taking some of the content 
and making it more bite-sized, making right. it easier to consume either on video, audio, social media, some of those platforms like that. And so I do think we're going to be doing things like that. I think you and I have spoken about doing some things with some books related to some topics that are spinning off from the podcast or maybe even some things separate from that. Mm -hmm. And so I think as far as the future goes, we're really adaptive to what's going on. There's just so many opportunities to share information now. It's almost overwhelming. Mm -hmm. There's so much out there. Yeah. And so one of the things that I am confident we're going to be doing, because I know I'm going to be doing it right when I finish here, is just working on some shorter form video content where we're taking the audio and the video and then doing different things with those shorter shorter clips. And one of the things you and I've been talking about doing is we're getting some some different softwares and things like that that really make it a little quicker and easier to pull those clips yeah. instead of having to go through a longer process to get the edits done and, and things like that. So those mm -hmm. are some of the things I'm thinking about. I, I like the Faith Driven Leader title. I don't know. We'll kind of see how this season goes to see if there may be some repositioning or a spinoff podcast or a spinoff, uh, you, you know, other show or, or something on YouTube that relates to that. I do think that it's important that there starts to be a community around some of these topics. And so one of the things we're looking at are what are some of the topics that we may want to build a community around yeah. also. So those are a few things. Does that help? It does. It's good. And yeah. I know I know we've talked about, um, I won't give names or anything away, but we've talked about uh, possibly having book reviews mm -hmm. um, and uh, different things like that, too. So and we got a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas. Sure. Um, all right. Is there anything that you wished I had asked you that I didn't ask you? Hmm. Trying to think what would be appropriate for the show here. That <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, we have been married 35 years, so almost. 35 years. Yeah. Um, no, I, I can't think of anything. I mean, oh, I got, I got something people, people could, this, this would be good engagement here. Mm. We um, really have not been on an anniversary trip in five years. I guess we went somewhere on our 30th, right? And since we kind of live traveling, we travel. You know, we, we're just kind of, you know, we we don't schedule a specific trip. But this year, we're thinking about actually scheduling a trip, but we're not really sure where we want to go. So, if you have great ideas for something relaxing, possibly with a good bit of sun, um, you know, if there if this is YouTube, stick a comment there or send us an email or leave us some kind of because I would. I think both of us, with everything that we have gone through, Tim's father passed away not long ago. My mom has been very sick. There's just been a lot of stuff um, clouding our minds some that I'm not sure we're thinking clearly enough to even come up with great ideas, but we'd like to do something. So and, I'd love to hear your thoughts, people. And, so. and a few criteria. Oh, yeah. we, we've learned that we're not... <clears throat> we're not tourists. We're not good tourists. <laughs> we're travelers, but we're not good tourists. Yeah. 
We we love people. We don't really enjoy crowds. Mm-hmm. We like nature. We we like being out in a little more quiet in nature versus cities. We're not anti-cities, but we're just getting to a place in our lives where the cities are not, they don't nourish our souls mm-hmm. as much as just being in places where it's not as crowded and things like that. We like and good food. We do like good food, but not mass quantities. We like no, good taste and flavors good taste. and things like that. Yeah. So those are some clues. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to get some ideas because, truthfully, my um, my idea tank is pretty darn low right now, <laughs> and and that's not good right. for someone who needs to be planning this stuff. So yeah. I'd appreciate any thoughts and ideas. Yeah. And and any... our anniversary's in the fall. Yeah. So, um, you know. Very good. You can keep that in mind, too. So, yeah, send us ideas. That'd be amazing. Other questions? Yeah. Oh, I think, let me see if I missed anything. Um, I think that may have been everything that I was going to ask you. Again, I just congratulate you on your consistency and um, getting 200 episodes under your belt. Thank you for asking me to interview you. I'm so honored. Mm. And um, we thank you guys for listening and being a part of this journey um and if you haven't been with us the whole 200 you got a lot you can go back and listen to and we just um, expect to continue to give you some pretty great content excellent thank you thank you for the interview thanks for 200 episodes and uh we have new episodes every monday and uh i'm excited to always say continue being all that you were created to be